Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 341 now of the Ron and Don Show. We are live from the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Yeah, I want to thank uh, Mitch from Mitch.Loans for sponsoring, in part, uh, today's show. And right now, he's doing something cool if you're in the Ron and Don Nation. Yeah, they created a program just for us, and that is, if you're buying a new place, you can save half half a percent on your loan that's in the seattle market that's an average savings of three thousand dollars back in your pocket yeah also if you need us ronadonsitdown.com we've launched a new website a lot of people are thinking about selling in the spring of 2022 now is the time to contact us in fact if you're selling we have a seller's playbook and a buyer's playbook just go to ronadonsitdown.com and you can book your 45 minute sit down uh, with us today. Also, I want to thank Les Schwab. We're sitting in their studio right now. And guess what we're going to do when we leave here? Go buy some toys, drop them off at a Les Schwab. Ron, they just got done collecting food during the food drive during Thanksgiving. And now here they come just in time for Christmas. Yeah. And, and I always think about when we frame this up every year, a child doesn't get to choose who their parents are. And if parents are struggling or the family situation is volatile, you know, you still want that child to feel like they're part of the holidays. And you still, as a community, we still want them to feel like they're loved and cared about. And so that's where this toy drive comes in with Les Schwab, where you go buy an unwrapped toy, take it to a Les Schwab, and then make sure it's distributed to a child in our own community. Yeah. Hey, coming up on uh, the Ron and Don Show, Ron wrote something for our weekly weekly newsletter. It's called the Nation News, the Ron and Don Nation News. Uh, He's going to share that. Also, uh seems like a lot of people are seeking out therapy right now. There's not enough therapists. Uh, I just read this really cool article. I think it was on BuzzFeed. Uh, things that people have learned in therapy that they wish they would have known when they were a lot younger. As a person that's been in uh, therapy for the past uh, four years, uh, I'll share with you some stuff that I wish I knew when I was a lot younger. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Aaron Rodgers uh, just doesn't have a problem with his toe. Uh, He now has something called COVID toe, and I guess COVID toe is pretty darn painful. That could explain the loss to the Minnesota Vikings, uh, but also, is there a lot more losing in the future when it comes to Aaron Rodgers? Because it seemed like, Ron, they had that one dumper of a game, first game out. It didn't seem like Aaron Rodgers really focused, and then boom, Green Bay got on a roll until... He was diagnosed with COVID-19. What's your take on COVID toe? So before we talk about COVID toe, has your opinion of Aaron Rodgers stayed the same through all this? Because before the COVID thing, I actually really liked him just as a human being. Obviously, if the Seahawks were playing him in the playoffs, you're rooting for the Seahawks uh, for the rivalry. But just as a character, he has had sort of like a... Uh, this persona kid from California goes to green Bay has to go after Brett Favre. Like I like the narrative of his career and he had sort of a swagger about him and an undeniable talent. And so 
I I won't tell you what I but before I get to the COVID toe, what what's your opinion of him now after this COVID thing? Yeah, I just look at all the women that he's dated. He's dated really high profile women, and uh, he went out with Mum for a while, and then he went start going out with Danica Patrick. Now he's I guess engaged to someone else, and just watching him jump from relationship to relationship to relationship, and there's no break in there. You see Kim Kardashian right now doing a similar thing. There's no break from Kanye West, and now she's going out with uh, Pete, Pete, da- Pete yeah. Davidson. Yeah, so so and, and he does the same. Same thing. He was going out with the area Grande. He's gone out with twelve people since. So, so whenever I see people that are just kind of jumping from person to person to person, it just tells me that they're not okay with their person. And Aaron Rodgers, I've never liked him. I never really? have. I think uh, he is probably one of one of the most gifted athletes in the National Football League. And the difference between him and Tom Brady is Tom Brady shares his money. You never hear that Tom Brady is the best paid player in the NFL. He's one of the highest paid, but he always makes sure that there's plenty of money because there's a salary cap that each team faces. Like, Go get me the Gronk back. Yeah. And I mean, Russell Wilson is going through a similar thing right now. It's really important for him to get paid all that money. And now uh, you have a bunch of young guys and a bunch of old guys on the defensive side of the ball, and and you can't afford to pay other players. And then he sits there and he bitches and moans about the offensive line that he doesn't have. So I, I look at Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. To me, they're kind of the same guy a little bit, and they're always looking out for number one. Guy like Tom Brady, man, he gets all the ask uh, the accolades, but what what. He's been to the Super Bowl, I think, 10 times. He's won six of those. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So back to the, the COVID toe. In a sense, I'm like, it, I have a little schadenfreude with that, where it's like, okay, you lied to everybody, put people's lives at risk. And so this evidently, if you have an immune response that is not commensurate with the COVID, the viral load. I'm not a doctor. This is just the story that I read. And, you know, he took the ivermectin and he took the monoclonal antibodies. Like he did this, these treatments after he got it and his, his immune system responded too much. One of the byproducts of that, that some people are seeing is this thing called COVID toe, where your toe actually turns purple. It swells up. It becomes very, very painful. People say they can't even wear shoes while it's happening. And it's, it's uh, exacerbated by cold weather and so you wouldn't want to run on it and so his his pinky toe evidently is purple and super painful and he has to shove it inside a cleat and get taped up and go out there and try to play at an nfl level level and in fact in the, the last game he had to go into the locker room to get a treatment which usually means they shoot a pain numbing agent into into your body so you can play in the nfl and so he i don't know to me it's sort of like hey good comeuppance to you that you didn't want to do the right thing and now uh you're in pain yeah anyway i i do we even trust him that it is covid toe do we do we trust his medical opinion (laughs) maybe he has an 11th toe yeah who knows we'll see you on the other side if you're downsizing upsizing or right sizing ron and don can help you buy sell or invest in real estate It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. Started out right away with Don helping us look at the options. Like, here are different ways you can approach the sale of this house. I bought and sold a lot of real estate over my life. Don's listening skills were um, superior. Don came with Ron. He was incredibly well-prepared. They were just really impressive. And the things that they outlined that they were going to provide, their services... 
were, it just made it easy. It was a laydown. And so we put it on the market on Saturday. There was a lot of interest. They made an offer on the, on the offer date for over asking price. We did amazing. It was the best case scenario. We couldn't have done better. It couldn't have been a better experience. When we first sat down, they showed me what property was selling for in my neighborhood. They had several suggestions on you know, when we should go on the market, what we needed to do to get ready to go on the market. I, I couldn't be happier with the experience we had. We all celebrated. It felt like a team victory. <laughs> We were all just jumping up and down. They were passionate and they, they were just honest and straightforward and uh, no, everything's great. Uh, yeah, I definitely would recommend it. We had multiple offers, $50,000 more than the asking price. He had no contingencies, so I jumped on that one. I can't wait to do another deal with them. It was great. It was awesome. When you're ready to sit down with Ron and Don and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. People ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games. All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 341. Don't forget, licensed brokers at Windermere, when you need us, just go to ronadonsitdown.com, and uh, we can sit down as we get ready uh, to buy, sell, and invest in the new year. All right. Uh, Reading something uh, interesting about BuzzFeed, talks about a lot of people through the pandemic have sought out therapy. And therapists that I have talked to said they're just inundated right now uh, and they feel bad because the therapists that they know are also inundated and it's really hard to find people to talk to right now, at least to get to get one on one. The difficulty is also on top of this, I, I pay well over a thousand dollars for health insurance. The health insurance doesn't cover anything. My son has just been to the doctor three times. Health insurance and, and, and it, it created thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in bills Health insurance, my health insurance here in Washington State uh, covered $6.51. So that was great. On top of that, therapy that I that I pay for out of my pocket, it's it's $340 to $380. No, it's $380 a month. Just out of my and, and it used to be when I had good health insurance uh through the radio station, it would cover that. It doesn't cover that anymore. So I'm paying thousands of dollars a month right now for therapy bills and also for health insurance. And Ron, I don't think therapy should be something for people that can just, you know, afford it. And that's why I always tell people, uh, if you can't afford therapy, at least get in a group, even if you jump out on, on clubhouse, I know people that are seeking out others that may be going through, uh, similar issues or problems that they are facing, uh, whether it be addiction or maybe you've just gone through a, a, a breakup, uh, maybe you just lost your job, whatever that is, seeking others out and 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 finding that same place, it shouldn't cost so much money. So anyway, that's just kind of a side note. I do have to say over the last four years of therapy, I have found it to be very, very helpful. And a lot of people are saying they wish they knew now what they didn't know then. What are some of the things or a thing that you've kind of uh, learned as you've gone? I want to hear your answer first, because I have been very pleasantly. It's been a very pleasurable thing for me to watch the, your journey through therapy. And I wanted to I, I, I was wondering what your answer would be because we didn't talk about this beforehand. Or I can go first if you want. I, I think the big big th- thing for me, and it, it's just going back to reading a Ryan Holiday book, which kind of started it all for me. And it's a book a friend gave me. And it just, the book is simple. It's a, it's, it's a stoic philosophy that says that the obstacle is the way. 
and it's looking at the obstacles in your life. And instead of just staring them or fearing them or running away from them or trying to go around them, you learn to go through them. And in going through the obstacle, you see what that obstacle has to teach you uh, when you get to the other side of, of that o- obstacle. And, and that is what has made the difference for me. So as far as parenting goes, uh, I was very intimidated by parenting. Uh, and I didn't want the excuse of, well, Hey, I didn't, I didn't have, you know, I had a great parent in my mom, not such a great parent in my father. I didn't, I, I was very afraid of history repeating itself with me in my relationship, uh, with my child. So that is something that I've really leaned into. And I really have tried to use, uh, my relationship with my dad, one of you know, that being an obstacle, I didn't want that to be an excuse for being, being a bad dad myself. And sometimes I am, you know, I, I struggle like everybody else does, but I, I've really tried to move through that obstacle instead of around it, ignoring it, running from it, uh, numbing, uh, and never facing it. So for me, the, 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 the obstacle of dealing with my dad, uh, has really set me free in a lot of ways and, and to be the parent and, and really enjoy, uh, enjoy parenting. It, it's, <laughs> it's my, it's, it, it's my favorite thing ever. And I wish I would have known, uh, maybe when I was younger, uh, I was so intimidated by it, how awesome and fulfilling and amazing it is to to be the dad to an 11 year old and and to learn to be present with him in those like right now he's struggling with some homework that he has to do and we just stopped the podcast and 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 we're in it with him we're here to kind of help him out and 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 push him through and that is certainly uh not the kind of parenting that i had with my dad how long did it take in your therapy journey and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to for the therapist to sort of pin you down, because you are world class at kind of asking other people questions, being curious about them, not really sort of deflecting sometimes. If there's a question that you don't want to answer, you can pivot on your on the fly. You're quick on your feet to think and verbalize. Uh, how long did it take for her to pin you down and say that you're only going to get out of this what you want to get out of this? Yeah, it's probably six months in, and I don't I don't think she pinned me down. I think I I came to that conclusion on my own and and for me i was a number so i was i was i was numbing things and i had to learn uh it, it's one thing to stop numbing then it's another thing to face the things that you have to face without that numbing agent whatever that may be and so and, and so that's when the work really began it's like six months in oh, okay I, I gotta stop numbing and now i have to face these obstacles but these obstacles are the way to set me free uh, in, and, and those aren't just pages in a book anymore. Four years later, uh, why well, I'm not perfect in any way. And, and I still struggle like everybody else. I feel like I have tools now. Uh, so when I'm facing something, either as a parent or a partner, as a friend, as a neighbor, as a son, as a brother, uh, that I can use some of those tools. And I think the other thing is, and I'm not, I was never used to this is, is, is asking myself, uh, what do I want in a relationship? What do I want in a friendship? What do I want in a partner? What do I want as a son or a brother? Uh, and learning to stand up for yourself and, and to set boundaries and letting other people know what those boundaries are. Uh, I never got boundaries, never, never really understood those. And, I, and, I, and I'm still learning about those. Uh, th- th- that has been... That has been that has been very helpful, and and something that you say sometimes, Ron. You're like, you know what, Ron Upshaw isn't going to be everybody's cup of tea. 
<laughs> that, ain't that the truth? No, and that and and hearing you say that actually helped me because it's like okay, not everybody has to like me, and what it's never important that everybody likes me for me because being on the radio, we got we got very we got pounded, we got we got accolades, but we also got pounded by a lot of people. But for the people that are in my inner circle, it is important that that what what they think about me is important to me, uh, and I don't think that's necessarily uh, bad, but I but I think letting you know, just just understanding what those boundaries are with your family, especially, and and standing by those boundaries uh, has has been an important step, an important uh, learning, uh, and and that is something that I wish I would have known when I was younger I, I about if, boundaries and about standing up for yourself. If so. you have this thing that I those that I have, one of the biggest things for me is knowing that I have on my schedule an hour where I'll get to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And there are things through the week where I'll just take a mental note. It's like talking about that in therapy. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to go to anybody. I don't have to go to you. I don't have to go to another friend. I was like, I have a place to discuss this. Mm -hmm. And it takes the worry or the anxiety, the rumination that I would have done about that over and over and over again. Like you're falling asleep and just keep thinking about looping on the same thing. It's like, no, I have a time slot for that. I'm going to do it on my next meeting with my therapist. And so in a sense, mentally, I can set that to the side and go, I'm going to process that. And it's written down on the list. I'm good to go. That's just been invaluable for the way my brain works. And then the other thing that I wish I had earlier is a, a, a third party that you're literally paying for their time where sometimes just go in and go, this thing happened. Am I crazy? And sometimes they go, yeah, you're in the wrong there. You, you could have done that better. Or I wouldn't, you know, you need to know this about the way that you have just come across. And then other times they go, no, I think you handled that pretty well. Or you have a right to be angry. Uh, I would have been angry when that happened as well, too. And maybe you didn't handle it very well. But the initial anger and the initial feelings that came up, those are legit. So just to have someone to where you go, this, this is this a pat? Do you see this as a pattern? And what am I doing that's creating, like for me, like okay, I've dated uh, some women that fall into a pattern, and they can go, yeah, you're you're doing, you're attracted to this. Do you want to be attracted to that? Is that working for you, or whatever? To just have an independent third party that can kind of sometimes go, you're you did make a mistake there, or you didn't. Uh, or having a, a judge in a sense to bounce an idea off of, yeah, I wish I would have had that, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. And I, and I think it's outstanding that, that you say this is happening and then I have this appointment and I'm, and I'm going to go into this appointment with an agenda. Uh, I always go into therapy with an agenda. It's always written down. I've always taken notes in my quiet times in the, in the morning with myself, I'm working through things. So I don't I don't sit down with my therapist and and ask them to do my work and and I I I go there with an agenda and I just say hey I've done all this work this week and or I didn't do this work because <laughs> uh, sometimes you don't as uh, life gets busy but then you 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 pivot back to doing that work and then I just check in I'm like hey this is this is something I wrote and I want to read this to you or. This is something that I'm thinking about parenting right now. Uh, this is something that I'm learning about business or being in a partnership or 
Uh, I've thought a lot since I've gotten on the other side of 50 about death and about legacy and about uh, giving my son a good push into the world. That's become important to me. Or, uh, you know, even Charlie, our dog, being a good being a good dog owner and 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 loving Charlie the, the way that he deserves to be loved. How talk- great is it, though, that once you have someone that knows the storylines and they give you an aha moment where you're like, oh, my God, that's so obvious that I never thought of that or I never saw yeah. it in that way. And, th- and those don't happen often, but when they do, they're they're pretty powerful. And I, I just sometimes people go into power into therapy and they're like, I'm not getting anything out of it. And because it, it we've watched it on television, you go in, you lay down on this couch and then this person asks you questions and then they tell you things that's going to change your life. And that's really not the way it works. More of the aha moments are when I go, wow, you know what? Aha. I just spent some time with myself. Aha. I just learned this. And now I'm going to check in with my therapist and, 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 and learn more about this moment. So anyway, when they talk about doing your work, that's the work. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, it's Ron here with uh, Mitch Weeks from Mitch.Loans. He's the official mortgage guy of Ron and Don Nation. Mitch, I want to do a little case study with you. We have a client. We introduced him to you, and you guys hit it off, who was like, I want to get a vacation property over in Suncadia or Ronald or that area. A lot of people are thinking about that right now. What are some good pointers for that type of thing? Like, I want to get a house on the island. I want to get a house in Suncadia. I want to get a house at a golf course. Maybe we'll go out to Orcas. You want that summer cabin or weekend cabin. Is that different than when you're buying your primary house? It is, yes. And it is slightly yes and no. So investment property rates right now, I don't know if you've heard, but they've skyrocketed. Banks are trying to phase out investment properties as much as they can because there's such a housing shortage in the US. Second homes don't count for that, which is huge. So if we can qualify it as a second home, Hmm. it's not quite a primary rate, but it's really close. And that is just has to be something substantially different, right? You can't buy two homes in Seattle that are basically the same and call one a second home. (laughs) One of them is going to have to be an investment property. But if if you're buying on an island, you're buying up in Suncadia, which is the case of one of our clients. Yeah, you call it a second home. You still get a great rate. And, you know, you're happy with a place. you And you can still rent it out, just right. to be clear. It just can't be a pure investment property. It has to look like a vacation home. So a lot of people fantasize about this and they think, oh, maybe it's in a year. Maybe it's in three years. Maybe it's in five years. But getting this financial piece in order, in my mind, you should start now. Even if you're like, hey, I'm thinking 2023. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you agree with that? Totally agree. Yeah. And I can't stress that enough. I'm willing to talk to anyone. So if you come and talk to me today and you say, I want to buy in two years, we'll put a plan together for how you can buy in two years. Right. Or we'll say, hey, it looks like you can buy in one year if that's interesting to you. I'm not going to pressure you, but financially you're sound. You can do it now. It's funny how many times once someone gets all their ducks in a row, that uh, opportunity presents itself. Right. Yeah. Right. They're just softly looking um, at housing online and then they see one that pops and they go, man, I wish or I they was go hang out with their ready. friend at Sun Katie to play golf. And it's like, wait, this two bedroom down the hallway from you is for sale right now. Maybe, maybe I buy that. I'm already pre-approved with Mitch. So uh, if you're thinking about and fantasizing about that, that weekend place, that second home somewhere for the family on the Island, uh, get in touch with Mitch, Mitch.loans. I tell him you're with uh, Ron and Don show and you save half percent on the new loan. So Mitch.loans, uh, check him out today. All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 341. Don't forget, uh, again, if you need us, ronandonsitdown.com. And if you need Mitch from Mitch.loans, just go to Mitch.loans right now. 
if you're thinking about a refi or maybe you're going to buy something here during the holidays or as we head into uh, the new year. I think he should change his name to Mitch.loans. That's right. Hey, we send out something one time a week and we don't sell your information. Uh, it's just one time a week we send you a newsletter. It's called The Nation News. Thousands of people signed up for it. And in The Nation News, we'll give some real estate tips. Maybe we'll show you some real estate we're buying, selling, or listing. Uh, but usually Ron will write something for The Nation News or I'll write something. So last week, I wrote about a television show, Emergency, growing up, trying to buy Squad 51 and why I love that show so much. And it was really cool how many of you guys wrote me back and you said, you know what? I, I learned the 10 code because of emergency or a lot of women reached out and said, I love Gage and DeSoto uh, back in the day. Or uh, one of my friends, uh, Eric, actually went by the Squad 51 firehouse in uh, California and sent me a picture of it. Uh, it's on. It was on Google Maps, which was really cool to look at. So anyway, Ron has written something this week. If you want to sign up for the Nation News, if you're not getting it right now, go to ronanddownsitdown.com, click on the Nation News. You get signed up for it. And then once a week, something like this will end up uh, in your inbox. What do you got? So yeah, I wrote this the other day. It says, Don and I were talking the other day and he said, don't take this the wrong way, but you seem miserable. Who are you calling miserable? What do you know? Was my initial reaction. After a moment of shock with a dash of anger, I sat in silence for a minute. Uh, I've known you, Don, for over 40 years, and you don't throw statements like that around carelessly. Are you still there, you said? I'm thinking. I don't want to be reactionary. Am I miserable? I sat there for a minute to give me time to process. This conversation was in the context of us putting together our plans for 2022. Near the end of the call, Don just said... I just want you to be happy. After we hung up, I a few minutes later, I texted my friend Michael. I said, Michael, do I seem miserable to you? He said, miserable is a strong word, but you definitely don't seem as upbeat as usual. Well, it was confirmed. Regardless of if I met the dictionary definition of miserable, it was clear that something was going on. I started to take an inventory. Since the pandemic, I've had quite a few challenges that I've shared publicly in the newsletter and on the podcast. I'll resist the urge to list them all here because that's not the point. The point is, is that you, Don, were right. I've allowed my circumstance and challenges to strip much of my happiness away. And I didn't even realize it was happening. Usually when I write a post like this, I feel obligated to try and solve things in four easy steps. Or I find an inspirational quote about grit and I put it in. This time I want to say that I'm thankful for a good friend. A friend who had the courage to tell me an uncomfortable truth. The funny thing about happiness, it's not a light switch. You can't turn it on and off at will. It's a byproduct of living life in harmony with the things you bring, the things that bring you satisfaction, joy, and awe. I'm going to take an audit of how I'm spending my time and what things are adding to my life and what things are detracting. I'm going to find some simple things and start with some small changes immediately. I've already started since you and I talked, Don. I went up to my place on the river last Sunday. It was cool and crisp. The salmon were running in the creek by my place. I'd never seen that in person before. It was really interesting to watch the fish going upstream. The sun lit up the snow-capped mountains like jewels. I made a campfire, listened to some music that I love. It was a good day. Even though it was difficult to hear that I seem miserable, I'm grateful to have a friend who knows me well enough to see the signs. If things have been feeling off for you too, let this be a nudge. This has been a difficult year. This is a challenging time. Also, there are things and places and people that make you happier. Lean into that. I want you to be happy too. That's nice. Love that. Hey, guys, if you need us uh, as a realtor or you just need us as a friend, uh, you can reach out to us 
ronanddunnsitdown.com and uh, reach out to Mitch if you need help with the loans, mitch.loans. And also, if you want to make a difference for somebody this holiday season, a child you will never see, but a child that will be profoundly impacted by a toy. As uh, our colleague at Cairo always said, Dave Ross, a toy is a symbol that you have not been forgotten during the holidays and that somebody remembered you. Uh, Les Schwab has her toy drive going on right now. Uh, you can go to their website and uh, grab a toy. And you know who always gets left out, you guys, are the teenagers, especially teenage girls. Um, so think about those teenagers. And don't forget babies. Yeah. Little giraffe and uh, baby formula and baby diapers and all that stuff is super cool as well. And don't forget about dogs. Lots of dogs. People have lots of dogs now during the pandemic. So. Let's take care of those dogs, too. Stop by Les Schwab Tire Center, 84 locations in Western Washington to serve you. You can drop off that toy. Hey, thanks for hitting subscribe. Thanks for signing up for the Nation News, and thanks for using us as your realtors this year as uh, we get ready to wind down 2021. But don't wind down just yet if you're looking to buy during the holidays. It's a great time, you guys, because other people aren't paying attention. And uh, this is when you sometimes can even score a deal. So reach out to us if you need our help. Head up, shoulders back, and we'll see you next time right here. Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.